What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Live Beyond Average podcast. I'm pumped this morning because I'm here with one of my really good friends that I have never met in person, but we know each <laughs> other really well because we talk all the time. It's my guy, Clayton Snyder. He is from Tampa, Florida. And uh, Clayton is a specialist in his field. He has recently gone 100% self-employed, and we have that connection. And uh, he is a online fitness coach. Uh, specifically, he really specializes in, in, in professionals, in uh, corporate professionals, nine-to-fivers, people that really need that extra encouragement in hand that are working those type of hours um, that live in that corporate structure. And I'm going to let Clayton dive into more of that and what he specializes in the, in the program that he's created. It's pretty awesome, you guys. Clayton, what's up, man? Dude, thanks for having me on, man. I'm pumped for this. I'm, I'm super pumped to finally be able to do this with you. Me too. What is it? What's going on this morning, man? It's midweek. It's Wednesday. And this is this is your first full week self-employed. Yeah. Right? Today, marks, today marks my first full week self-employed. And honestly, like, yes. it didn't, like, really hit me until Sunday night when I realized, like, usually I'm dreading with my previous, and we can go into that. When I was at my, when I was at my office job that I just recently left and like Sunday nights, usually I'm dreading where I'm like, Oh my God, I have to go into the office tomorrow. I don't want to go. Cause I just wasn't fulfilled at that job. And I yeah. realized Sunday night and I was laying in bed, I was like, Oh crap. Like I don't have to go to the office tomorrow. <laughs> like, and I woke up Monday morning. I was like, I was walking around in my comfortable clothes and I was like, I don't got to get all dressed up and I can just, you know, really step into what I believe I was called to do. Um, and do it at the, to the best of my ability now versus just kind of doing it on the side. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that I think a lot of people maybe don't understand um, when people go self-employed. It wasn't a lot of times it's not this just decision one day where it's like, oh, I'm going to go start something. So you quit. It's actually something that, you know, somebody will side gig or put even I say side gig, but a lot of times side gig takes another 40 hours a week. So a lot of yes. times people are working, you know, 80, 90 hours a week to to try to grow something so they can actually have the opportunity to step out and leave their current job. And uh, that's definitely what you were doing. Um, I know we met earlier in 2021, early 2021, I think it was January. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's what you were doing. You were, you were working and you were, you were siding and building your, your empire, man, trying to get out of it. Um, and we had talked about, that was one of our first conversations, if I remember right. Dude, like, and I was going to say this to everyone, like Jordan was one of the first people. And this is why like, I love Jordan so much. And even though we've never met in person, we, like, we talk on a like weekly basis. Um, we connected through a mentorship program that we've been in together. Yeah. And Jordan was one of the, the first people that I, I talked to after I started my business. And I remember Jordan's been a huge help for me um, throughout this whole process. I mean, there's been times where like, I called Jordan where I was like crying on the phone that like, I was like so overwhelmed and like, yeah, uh, I had like some things happen in my life, like that were like really in the way of like, where I was like, I don't know, this is going to work, like, et cetera. And Jordan was there for me. So if you're not following Jordan closely, like you're missing out on a dude who's honestly, like I consider one of the best people I know. I appreciate that. So I receive it, man. That's, that's awesome. But I just had that connection with you so hard, you know, after that first conversation, of what you were doing, what you were going through. And I just saw a lot of like my journey years ago, like you being on that path and we're just on different parts of the same path. And I think that's so much of making sure you align yourself with other people. Like it's so easy for us dudes, like you and I, to just sit in our office, sit in our room 
and go about our work and never like connect with anybody. At least I'm totally guilty of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had to learn, like we met on this mentorship program. I had to learn that I need to do things like that. And then the benefits like this, like these friendships that have grown and the support systems that are grown, that inner circle is so like, you cannot replace that. And uh, like, look at what it's done. I mean, now we're sitting on the podcast connecting um, again and kind of sharing some of our story and, and how, when you do that and you align with like people that it, it allows us to support people that like, it allows me to support people that are on that journey that I have some experience in, you know, and encourage you when you're having those days of like, what am I doing? Cause I had a thousand of those days too. And what I did wrong was a lot of times I didn't go and ha- try to find a mentor that was further down the same path to help me get from point A to point B and point B to point C. And so I'm learning that now. And so it's, it's, uh, I think you're so far ahead of the game, man, from where you've, you know, you've opened the door and put yourself in these rooms of opportunity that you're going to have just such faster acceleration than I ever had. And dude, like, you know, what's awesome about this conversation too. And about like that mentorship program and us like reaching out to each other is like, I feel like a lot of people, um, in our industry, like we're both in the fitness industry and like, they'll kind of look at this as like, Oh, like. I'm not going to have him on my podcast because he could potentially take like clients away from me or whatever. And it's just like, you can't think like that. Like the best part like about is like supporting each other is there like, there's enough like room for everyone to succeed. And I believe like that's a huge like stopping point for a lot of people when it comes to them doing something they want to do. And I mentioned this on another podcast I was on earlier. Like a lot of people will say like, Oh, that market's saturated. Like I can't like succeed in that area. It's like every market's saturated. There's a, there's a, there's a billion people on this world. Like anything you want to go into, there's going to be tons of people that are good at it. It's just a matter of surrounding yourself with the right people um, who are going to continue to push you along the way and support you and staying consistent over and every single day. Yeah. And I mean, if it's so saturated, then like, dude, I was just at the beach the other day. I don't think our market's that saturated because no. I'm on the beach and it's not telling me it's too saturated. It might be mm. saturated with people, but is it saturated with people that can really help people change their mindsets and really help connect with people so they can make healthier decisions in their life? And I understand not everybody's going to connect with me and not everybody's going to connect with you. Somebody's going to connect yep. better mentally with somebody else. And that's why God made us all different. So we can yeah. connect with somebody to help us get results. Um, and man, you can go to the beach and I'm not saying it meanly, but most people need a health coach. They, they can right, benefit heavily from working with somebody, whether it's in person or online. Yeah, and that's why I chose the the office setting, the nine to five corporate world, because, and I'm not anti nine to five or like anti corporate, mm-hmm. like if you love your job, that's cool. Like I just wasn't fulfilled in that job. But like when I was, after I got promoted with this opportunity to make like well into the six figures, like my boss is, he was 35 making like half a million dollars a year and i was like wow like i strictly got into that job for the money and i remember like the day i got promoted i was driving home and i was just like man like this just doesn't really feel that right mm-hmm. and so i started this business because i was like okay like it always comes back to fitness for me this is what i'm passionate about like why don't i start an online fitness coaching business tailored towards like the setting that i'm in right now because when i was in the elevator in my office building i would see people walk in every single day not like every other day or like once a month, every day I would see someone walk around the office who was overweight. Their head was usually down, which I know their confidence isn't where it should be. And I know they have really low energy. And it's like, I, I see like why I am in a setting where there is easy accessible snacks. There is everyone sitting all day long. 
and it's like I on their lunch breaks they're watching Netflix instead of going out and maybe going for a 10 to 15 minute walk outside the building and just getting some fresh air they're just locked in this building all day which yeah. I said there's nothing wrong with but I see why that like the office setting like most of America are working in office settings so yeah and it's like I know there's there's a huge obesity pandemic in the world right now and I know that that setting has a large um, contribution to it absolutely what an awesome observation on your end what is your uh, program that you started what's it called that was called the corporate body blueprint is the is the program i created i love it dude um it's it's crazy because you're so right like absolutely everything you said there was so right i worked in the corporate world for a while too two different climb the ladder in two different corporate settings uh before before i was 29 and uh my second my first one i was in health corporate and so i stayed very fit in it my second one, I was technically in health corporate, but it was in the supplement world. So I had to travel a lot. And I went from being in the best shape of my life to still being dedicated to like working. I don't, I don't think I ever missed working out. Even when I was traveling, like I always got my workouts in, but I put on like a solid 15 mm. to 20 pounds because of my lack of discipline with eating when I was traveling. It was just mm -hmm. so easy to be rocking through the airports or at the office um, and just grabbing garbage or not eating enough while I'm traveling. And then I would just like, you'd be so starving the time you got into Salt Lake City and you, your intention, you know, you'd go somewhere good to eat, but then you'd eat too much of it. And then you grab the dessert. And mm -hmm. then, and so it's just that if you, if I could have had somebody like, just even though I was a health professional, hired a health professional to hold me accountable, you know, it makes all the difference. Cause when you're checking in, and when you're tracking a little yeah. bit, or depending on the program, you might not be tracking, you might just be mindfully eating, whatever it is, like it would have made all the difference for me. Even though I was working out, I was just, I wasn't getting my normal steps in like I was before at the gym, walking around on my feet all day. So my activity was less, you know, the quality of food was less and it just, dude, I felt it, man. I went from like 205 to 225, 230, you know? I know, man. And like, I, <laughs> I myself, like, caught myself slipping on my like routine too when I first got promoted yeah and I was driving around all day like going b2b and going to these happy hours and mm. stuff and like, I remember just like getting what like home one day and I just felt like crap and I was just like this isn't like what I'm about and like this is not how I want to feel like and if I'm going to keep doing this for the next 30 years of my life like I don't want to do that like I want to make sure and I would see people at like it's just so funny, like when you put yourself in those situations, like the happy hours and stuff like that, which is something wrong with. And like, you got to do that to network and stuff and certain jobs. Yeah. And, but like when you would hear, like I'd literally be at a table eating and I would hear someone say, oh, I probably shouldn't be eating this or I'm going to feel like crap in the morning. And then they do it anyway. And I'm just like, you just sit there and you're like, you put your hands on your head and you're like, why? Like, <laughs> like it's because we care so much. Like, and I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, and you know, we all know how we feel from eating certain foods. Mm -hmm. And there's always a better option. Like most places always have like a decent option to grab something. Um, and then like with the alcohol thing, it's like you can easily network and still have a Diet Coke in your hand. And nobody would question whether you had a Diet Coke or a Jack and Coke. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it'd be totally fine. Like you don't always have to grab an alcoholic beverage either. You know, you can grab I would order a, a drink. Coke. I would order a drink and just hold it. Yeah. I wouldn't even it. drink it. Like I literally totally have it. the two, it'd have the two tiny straws in it. And mm -hmm. like, I literally just hold it and like, you can still drink and like make great results in the gym yes. too. Like yes. easily. It's just a matter of like, I don't think it's the alcohol. That's the big problem when it comes to the weight gain. It's what it's the decisions you make after you drink and, and you're in a different state of mind. 
you, you absolutely because what's the intention a lot of times is okay beforehand okay i eat a really good supper and i have a protein you know light supper and then you go and you drink and you might not even drink that much but you have some drinks and then what what's the always it's always like grab pizza yeah mcdonald's drive through it's always those things like make some pizza rolls when i get home yeah like it's those things that make us stack on the fat dude For yeah sure. man and I had that conversation with a client last night. Like he literally told me, he was like, ah, he's like, I drank like a lot last weekend and I had some nachos and I, I told him, I was like, listen, it's not, it's not the alcohol that's really making you do that. Like when you're drunk, like you, you don't want, I don't want to eat chicken and rice if I'm intoxicated. Like I want it to be like, I want pizza. Give me, give me a burger and fries, like something that's going to taste really good. For and sure. that's where, if you do that consistently, people don't think it's that big of a deal, but if you're doing it every single weekend, like it adds up over time well i mean just do the like me and you know but like for anybody listening like just look at the calories on something like a nacho or like a plate full of pizza rolls well just so everybody knows it takes you burning 3500 calories in a deficit in a week or i mean just in general to burn a burn a pound of fat mm -hmm. lose a pound of fat I, I i i know for me i can eat 3500 calories pretty fast on a mm -hmm. weekend if i went out drinking with friends like mm -hmm. really fast and that doesn't even count all the extra calories from the alcohol too so you add that on and you might have only you know been in a 3500 calorie deficit for your week okay you know that's kind of a standard deficit and you just blew it <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah you know and then so. and then people will like crash diet after that to try and make yes. themselves feel better and they'll just be like well i'm not going to eat that much mm -hmm. um for the next couple of days and like that'll compensate for it yeah it's like no it's not it's not how it works it's a roundabout evil cycle, man. And it does, it, it discourages people and it stinks. And so it's like, I, I like what you specialize in, 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 in teaching how, you know, people to be able to balance that out and still enjoy some of those things that they love, but just making the better decisions within it all so they can still, you know, get the progress. It's a really cool program. So that's awesome, man. Tell me more about your, your days leading into self-employment because i know we had a chat like a month ago and you were like dude i like you kind of had one of those breaking point moments where you're like i don't know like how much longer i can take this um yeah and that was like four or six weeks ago if i remember right and uh i just remember being in that same boat so and i didn't think you'd be jumping into it it's like in four to six weeks i figured okay like I think I was encouraging you like, dude, can you stick it out like three more months and really build your, you know, or six more months and really build your network while you're still maintaining that income? Like how much can you get away with not, you know, putting in so many hours, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, tell me a little bit about this process and then uh, what led you up to last week, man. Tell everybody about this story. Yeah, man. So literally I start, like I started this business thinking like there's no way like in it's only been five months. I was like, I maybe it'll be two years before I leave. And really, and I was like, I'm just gonna do it a couple hours a day. And it really started to like gain some traction quickly, just from how consistent I was being and how strategic I was, I believe I was being in the process. And I remember, um, I, I had to take two days off because my dog um, had gotten sick. And I, remember I got back for, and this is the day that I called you. I got back after being gone for those two days. And yes, um, my job wasn't really that happy with me that I had to take those two days off. So I got back and I hadn't really been producing um, at my job. I was an insurance salesman. And like, to be honest, like my heart wasn't really there. My heart was in my business on the side that I was doing when I wasn't at my job. 
And I got back and my boss had this really like, and he wasn't mean about it. He had just had this really kind of stern talk with me saying like, Hey, like you need to really like commit to this or in like sell X amount of dollars in the next couple of months or like, you won't have a job here. And I remember him saying that like, was like, Holy crap. Like I really need to like, and he kind of like took the reins back from like my business and my business did suffer for a little bit because I stopped putting as much effort into it, which I, I shouldn't have. But at the time, like you can think from my, like my point of view, I was like, okay, like this job is supplying my, my, my bills. This job mm-hmm. is like keeping me like food on the table. So I was like, I need to honor that and still keep doing work. Yeah. And like still a couple of months went by and I still continued to really um, work just my ass off whenever I wasn't at my nine to five. And then finally things really like within the last month and a half, like things have really started to like pick up on mind and things were like, I'm at my, I'm at work and I'm like, my phone is just blowing up with, with people texting me. Like I have having applications come through and I'm like, this is just like, I can't balance both of these. And I went to St. Louis recently, literally two weeks ago. Um, I went out to first forms headquarters mm-hmm. and when I, when I came back, like I, and it's so funny, like, you know, like you have a feeling like when something's bad, it's going to happen or like a conversation is going to happen. I texted yes. my girlfriend on <laughs> Sunday and I said, Hey, like, I think I'm going to get fired tomorrow or like, I'm going to get a conversation tomorrow. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, I just have a feeling like I took, I just took three days off of work. I haven't done the best here. And sure thing. I walk in the next morning and my boss is like, Hey, like we didn't have a talk. And he was like, so um, he was like, yeah, I need you to really commit like on what you want to do. Like we partnered with this company recently and all the, all the businesses that are on the side need to brought up to the forefront. And if they're interfering with your performance here, like you got to choose one or the other basically. And, um, he wanted the, they wanted to just put a lot of restrictions on me mm-hmm. and the job was flexible. So, um, which allowed me sometimes to work on my business, maybe on my, my lunch break, um, et cetera. And I was like, if I, if I do this, like, if I let them restrict like what I'm doing, like, um, I'm not going to be able to like do the business to the best of my ability and right. serve my clients to the best of my business is going to suffer. And I was just, I remember going home that night and he had this talk to me saying like, Hey, like you need to find out what you're passionate about. Like you need to determine like what you really want to do. And I was just like, I, in my mind, as soon as he's saying this, I was like, I already know what I want to do. It's just like, I didn't think it was going to happen this soon. And maybe God was really kind of like testing my faith and saying, Hey, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this happen for you a lot sooner um, than you wanted to, but I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you and see how much you like have, how much faith you have in me. And so the next day I walked in the office and I said, Hey, um, you know, usually I put in a two weeks, but I'm in a sales job and that's kind of, kind of how it works here. So like today's going to be my last day. Or I was like, I would, I'll work the two weeks if you want me to, but he was like, no, like, and he was totally like cool about it. Like saying he understood. And this, this company is a great company. Like they treated me really well. Um, but for me, the environment wasn't something that um, was best suited for me. And I just was extremely unfulfilled on a daily basis. And um, I remember just telling him I was done and walking out of that office. And I was just like, holy crap, like it's game time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going home and I'm going to start to work right Yeah, now. exactly. I was like, it's game time. Like, I'm, on, okay. I'm Instagramming yeah. on my walk out of the office because yeah. I'm that stressed out right now. <laughs> I know. Like, and um, yeah. And I mean, last month was the best month I've had in my business so far by the grace of God. And awesome. um, I know that like me and dude, like just the emotional burden that's just been lifted off my shoulders of not worrying about that job being there anymore. Like, mm-hmm. um, and me being able to go full time just for the last week, like I've been, I've made significant progress and just I'm so much happier. And I'm like, imagine like a 
a couple months from now, like what's going to come to fruition, like with me being able to put all my intention and focus into this. Dude. And I think that was the first thing I told you when you called me, I was like, dude, you're thinking about how good you're going to be able to serve your people now because you have all that time to do it. And then secondly, like how much creativity happens, like when all that burden is off your shoulders, your mind's able to just get into new creative spaces for yourself on how you're speaking you know, the type of content you're putting out, there's just whole different levels of creativity and, and deep thinking that happen um, because of that. And you just have to like really learn to get, get in those areas where you're able to like quiet down and think about those ideas. And it's super epic, but I want you to, before we stray off too much more, um, if somebody's listening and they're like really connecting with like your story and how you felt in that environment um, and just connecting with your story, to, what are some just some words of advice for maybe people listening that are connecting with it on what you were going through and somebody maybe going through that same feeling. Um, that's a, such a great question. And I remember listening to podcasts, like, like this question, like answered so many times and knowing what I needed to do. But honestly, man, like it comes down to like, I would say really two things. And one it's you, you got to look around at who you're surrounding yourself with. And I know that's like, might sound like a cliche answer, but the second that I stopped surrounding myself with my previous friend group, which I all love, um, mm -hmm. but I was just complacent there. And I wasn't surrounding myself in the best environments. I was going out, I was drinking. And I just knew that after I attended and joined this mentorship program, I was surrounded by people who were just all just so supportive, like all Christ-based. And um, they gave you like the permission like to really go out and pursue like what you wanted to do. And like, when you put yourself in an environment with people who are like getting after it, like it forces you to like get better. And so I would say that just really audit who you're surrounding yourself with and ask yourself, are like, are these people like helping me grow into who I really want to be? Or are they holding me back? And I had to have that tough conversation with myself and say, Hey, like, listen, I think some of the people I'm surrounding myself with, this is like, this isn't, this isn't healthy for me. And if I stay in this situation, I'm just going to continue to do the same thing for the rest of my life. And I don't want that to happen. So that and um, not worrying about everything being too perfect and just starting and being really consistent because like you're going to make mistakes along the way. Like everyone does. Like I've made tons of mistakes. I know I'm going to make more mistakes. And it's just about how you really respond to those when you do and not letting them stop you from keep going and just like viewing them as a learning experience. Yeah. I love it, man. Great advice. And it's all true. That's all hundred percent true. And I agree with the, you know, we spent, it wasn't cheap getting in that mentorship program. And I think, uh, I mean, you kind of have that same story as when we first, when we both ran our cards, man, to be on that program, we didn't have the money for it. You know, mm -hmm. it was, uh, it was definitely something that we both reaped massive rewards from, because like you said, it was the first time in a long time that we had both put ourselves in, a, in an arena filled with a diverse group of people that were on so many different areas of that journey that there was just a support system from all angles. And like you see it, you know, you're on the calls two days a week for sure. And then another time or two because of the extras that if you choose to be on and you're just like getting this energy fed into you and you're seeing these other people like going out and grinding and uh, stepping into their actual passions and callings. And it just gives you this extra courage and encouragement to make your own steps because there's just the people out there like they're clapping for you, dude. They're in your corner. Mm -hmm. I think that's so key for people 
so I, most people, I'd love to see stats on this, but dude, I bet most people over 90% of that are never in like actual and actual group, like a men's mm. group or a women's group, or just like a coaching group um, and getting in a circle of people. And it used to be such a prevalent thing back, you know, a hundred years ago and more like there was men's groups, like there was all these different groups. Um, and it, we like, people were around people and it just needs to happen. Like there's so much progress in life that happens. And I think we just get to a point now too, where we're just too cheap to spend money on ourselves to actually invest yes. in our own, like, whether it be health, whether it be fitness, whether it be life coaching, whether it be just like a group everybody's too afraid to spend a few dollars to invest in themselves. And they don't realize like the quality of life that increases and actually like the money I made back, like, and that's no reason why I joined the group, but mm -hmm. I ended up making money, more money back just because of my mindset. Yep. Like in my business progressed. Yeah. And so like, I, I, I just really encourage people to like, not be afraid to spend some, some dollars on, on their own personal development. Yeah, man. And you hit the nail on the head right there. And I 100% agree is, and all, I was talking about this um, the other day with a friend of mine saying, we're, we're also so conditioned. Like if you've never invested in something before, like you're just so conditioned to everything you spend on, like you're not seeing a return on anything. Nothing. So everything, everything you look at, you're viewing it as, oh, that's money just going out. Mm -hmm. And like, you got to switch your mindset from an, a, a scarcity mindset <clears throat> to an abundance mindset yes. and realizing, hey, like, can I not afford this right now? No, but if I put this on a credit card and I start this business, like, and I can get like the ROI on this and they can teach me the skills that, to expedite this process and teach me how to make money, like while building awesome relationships at the same time, then it's 100% worth it. Like it takes risk. And there's one common thing that a lot of successful people have, and depending on what your quote of success is, we can dive into that, but we don't need to like, yeah. they all took risks most people that we would look up to and like, wow, they're doing really well. They took a risk. And sometimes that mm -hmm. risk is swiping a credit card for 500 bucks or a thousand bucks when you don't have the money, but you're trusting your process and you're knowing like, okay, I'm going to make that back over the next four to six weeks because I'm going to learn some process here over the next two to three and apply it and really get into it. And it, dude, it, it works. I mean, it can really work. Um, dude, I, I, I spent so much money that I didn't have prior to making risks and it's, there's times it doesn't pay off, but there's, I mean, I'm, I'm ahead right now. So I, I, I believe in that type. I think like, I think you nailed it with the term you said, we're so conditioned. Think about when we're kids, what, what were we always told? Like you pick up a penny or you got some coins, like go put it in your piggy bank, right? Like yeah, save, it, save it, save it, save everything. There was never this. And it's because of, you know, their, our parents and their parents went through the great depression. They had nothing. Mm -hmm. So they saved everything yeah like it was just their environment um and so like we never have like talks of oh invest that how can you turn that quarter you just found into a dollar mm -hmm. like, nobody ever said did you ever get told that as a kid like can you turn that quarter into a dollar like yeah no. like that doesn't happen so it's like how do we how do we change that mindset in ourselves to have the abundant mindset and then pass it on to like our kids or people around us and it needs to happen like I don't know if, I don't know. just like, there's so many things out there. I think that inhibit people because it's just a mindset switch, man. I agree, man. In uh, Tim Grover's book, um, his book winning, which is just excellent. And it's one of the best books I've ever read. And he talked about, I can't, I don't know if I'm gonna get the exact quote, right. But he was like, people invest in themselves and it does cost a lot, 
a lot, but imagine like at the end of your life, getting the bill that you did for like not doing anything Oof. like, and I'm just like, wow, that that's deep. Like I wrote that down, like on my notes, like outside of the book, I was like, that's deep. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I, I would 100% rather take the risk. And if it doesn't work out, which like, you can't think like that, but like in case it doesn't, at least you took the risk and like, you know, versus yeah. like going years down saying, and like, say you're still in the same spot you're on, you are now you're unfulfilled Say, man, like, I wonder, I wonder if mm. I invested in that mentorship program, like where I would be now. Yeah. And time is so valuable, man. Like I just, I've, I've had a lot of people in like my close circle, like lose like family members recently. Yes. And it's just like, I view time just so differently now saying like, I just want to make sure that I'm maximizing every minute that I have and investing it in the right way. And like putting myself on a path to where like, um, I know down the road, like I want to be able to, um, be able to bless other people as well and give them the abundance to have that time to spend with their family. And like, I want to be able to have that time with my family too. And I know you have the same goal. Yes. That's so cool to hear that, man, because that's really one of the things that really drives me now, too, is like the reason I want to make money now, like, is a lot, you know, in the past it used to be because it's like, okay, I want to buy, I want to go on this hunt and I want to do this. Mm -hmm. and it takes money to do those things. And it's funny how this last year, how so much of my mindset switched of like, okay, like I make this much, like I can, I can give, I can afford to give like this much. Like, you know, mm -hmm. one of the big turning points for me in my church is, is when I was, I've, is at church, like I used to, I'd always give, like I'd always give money, but I never was truly tithing. I was never truly giving that 10%. Yeah. And the minute I went self-employed, which is weird because that's the minute I have no money. Like you went from making a hundred K to, you know, hardly bringing in anything um, was when I started tithing. Like it was so weird how I went from, I had all the money to be able to definitely afford to do that, but it was just, you had so much money that you're just blowing it you know, yeah. You um, and then you went to making nothing. And I was like, I need to tie it. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It, just felt, it's, it was on me for years. So finally I just like stepped into the obedience of it and how even that just changes everything when you're trusting, like, okay, my first, my first 10% of what I paid <laughs> myself, like it's already, it's not even mine, you know, and I just like put it in, yeah. you know, and it's, but it's, it's crazy how dude, I've had months where the math does not work out the math of what I know I brought in to what I know I had to kick out for bills, the mortgage, gas payment, all that. Like it does not work out, but somehow there's money in my account. You know what I mean? And I, I quit doing the math on it because it doesn't make sense to me, but I just fully believe that like, Hey, if you're being obedient to what God's telling us to do, that he takes care of his, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. That's and so I just, good. I've just seen it so many times in my own life. That, like I, I literally could have a 50 page book, probably more than that. If I even realize, cause I probably don't even realize all of them, but just the ones that I realize, I could have a book on just like this happened because this, like God did this, God did this, God did this. And it's just like a massive book. If I would have wrote all those down because of just like when I was obedient and there's probably another 20 books for when I'm not, <laughs> you know what i mean because that's just the truth we're human and we suck like we, we yeah. we're simple people and we fall short all the time but that's why we're christians right because we know we need yes. grace that's so good and like i would love to piggyback off that and just say like we we try so much and like i did this for the longest time is i tried to do it by myself mm -hmm. and i thought that i could do it by myself 
and then finally like when i really like dove deep into like my relationship like with, with christ i was just like um okay like i can't do this by myself like and i need to go all in on my faith and really trust him and, and realize like hey everything i do is a faith walk yeah like everything i do is like me putting trust in god realizing hey like if i put him first and like i today i just got my last paycheck from my my, my job and it's like can i afford to give them 10% like, right? No, I can't. But guess what? I'm going to it's because scary. I know that it's very scary. And yeah. that's why it's a that's why it's called faith and just having yes. like, and realizing like, hey, like things are gonna work out as long as like, like you put in the work on your end, and you're obedient. And that's what I believe um, a lot of people can fall short of is like, maybe God's telling you to do something. And it's like, you got to honor that man. Like you got to honor that. And as scary as it can be, it's like, I don't want to reach into my life one day and meet him in person and just say, Hey, like I gave you all these gifts, all these talents. And what'd you do with them? Right. And it's like, you didn't, you didn't utilize them. Like that's, you, you weren't obedient to me. That'd be a smack in the face. Be terrible. Be a smack in the face. Dude. And it's really funny because you say like, you know, you're feeling that calling and that pulling, like a lot of people are like, well, I don't hear like, God's not, I, I can't, you know, here well it's not necessarily like the clearest of words but it's like mm -hmm. you have these just feelings in your heart and your life of just like and it's just over and it doesn't go away and that's how the tithing thing was me for years like it just doesn't it didn't go away i was supposed to be doing it um and then i started doing it with my own money but i never really talked about it to my wife i was just like she knew i was tithing my money i told her but she wasn't necessarily like she was giving but she wasn't she was doing what i was doing before or she wasn't necessarily like actually tithing at 10 percent because I was already giving a bunch of mine. So it was just like, we were, as a family, we were, we were giving a lot to our church. And uh, she, all of a sudden one day, like a while back, she was like, I was like, Hey, I'm, uh, or she, she was writing a check for right before church. And she was like, Hey, did you pay yourself this week? And I was like, yeah, I paid myself this month. And I was like, yeah, uh, put on this much on the check. And she hands me the check. And it was like, a good amount of money because she makes she 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 works in the corporate world she does really well for herself and i was just like oh what's this and she was like oh i'm that's my mind for i got paid on friday and i was just like i didn't say anything i was just like all right awesome you know and so she started tithing as well and then you just see all these like blessings happening in her life like Mm. it's not i'm not saying that like tithing always is going to be a return and like yeah money or something like that but it was just really cool to see um the blessings start happening in her life and what was going on for her and her job and her career and what was how all of a sudden doors were open for her and things like that after she started doing that and being consistent with it it was just super cool and again we looked at the you know my first thought being an entrepreneur business is i see that money and i'm like oh like mm -hmm. <laughs> it was crazy because i wanted to be disobedient in that moment too or just be like oh babe like we kind of need that money to pay our bills you know but it all pans out like absolutely every single time dude pans out every freaking time like everything's always covered dude that's that's amazing and like i remember you you put up that post last night talking about how you only have like 80 bucks in your bank account whatever like mm -hmm. just a while ago and you're like everything just works out as long as you really put in the work and uh that was really refreshing to hear on my end and just i believe a lot of people need to hear that too and um it is man that's i was talking to my grandpa about the decision of me walking away. Um, and that's what he told me. He was like, Clayton, everything's a faith walk. Really like just trusting that if you put him first and 
or you're obedient and on daily actions, that's the key. Also you doing yes. daily actions to actually like, you, you can't just tithe and sit back and be like, Hey, like, yeah. take care of it. God, like you got to actually like put in the work yes. like yourself, like more than what you're comfortable with. Yep. And then you'll, you'll see the benefits. Yeah. It's a full circle of things we have to do. Like you can't just pray, Well, you have to pray and then take action on what you're praying about. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't just take action and not pray. Like you can't just die mm -hmm. that you're not doing anything. Like everything is always coupled with taking some action too for yourself um, and having faith with it. I think there's just like a big circle of things that we're supposed to do that, that uh, is a missing piece in life, let alone just like we talk about like the Christian life, but just in like life for people is just like, whether you're a Christian or not listening to this doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Like the application is the same when it comes to like, if you just need to make changes in your life, like you need to take action on it. Like if you know, you're not, you need to work at your health, you know, you need to eat better, take action on it. Like you can't keep doing the same crap over and over and over again. And just think about how pissed you are at the end of the day. Sometimes how crappy you feel like, and it's that consistent, like, okay, I'm going to start tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to start tomorrow. Like it sucks, man. That's not a good feeling. Like just nip it in the butt and, and get yourself with a coach, get in alignment and, and explain to them how much it means to you and get after it, you know? The accountability portion's huge, man. It's, it's huge. And that's honestly like when I hop on phone calls with, with, with prospects and my clients now to, I'll, I'll mention the, the, um, what my program features and the benefits of it. And I'll say, Hey, like out of what I just mentioned, like, what do you think would be the most beneficial for you? Mm. And every single time they all say it's the accountability portion. It is. They just said, I need someone looking over my shoulder and letting me know like, Hey, like this is what I'm doing. And like, I need you to hold me accountable. I'm like, okay, like let's roll then. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. Sometimes I get frustrated when I call them out and say, Hey, you're not doing what I told you to do. Yes. And then they have to kind of say, Oh crap. Like they don't like to hear that. And sometimes they'll kind of get back at me and say, Hey, like I'm trying my best. And I'm like, are you? Are you trying your best? Your best is better. Than that. We both know. <laughs> yeah, that. Ex exactly. Like, like that is the hardest part of a fit, uh, a health coach or just a coach in general for me. It's the same thing, man. Like when I'm seeing my people, it's like not just like not bringing up nutrition or not bringing up those mm -hmm. things. Just nobody wants to talk about their nutrition. Nobody does. No. Like, they avoid talk it. About, like yeah, I went for a run yesterday, and you're like, dude, high five, nice. How would you eat this? What'd you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, <laughs> like mm -hmm. and it's hard as the professional to bring those things up because you know it brings up tough conversation yep it brings up those things but we always have to remember what what they're paying us for they're paying us to do that yeah yeah dude and it's it's incredible like so i mean i've had and i'm sure you've dealt with this too and in, in the health and fitness industry is like you're gonna have people that drop off like it's just mm -hmm. you're gonna have clients sometimes who make my cancel or say like things this isn't just going to work for me yep and um it's extremely tough because you're just like wow like I, you you care so much for that person and like having that like tough conversation where it's like hey like you're not replying to my text messages but like i see you posting on social media like the food that you're eating and stuff i do do you not think i don't see that like of course i'm going to bring that up and then when you come to me and i send you out a google intake form and you put on there i'm frustrated with I was a three out of 10 on my meal plan this week. I'm frustrated. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it's like, well, when I was trying to hold you accountable, you didn't reply. And um, it's just, 
it's crazy, man. I was like, so like so many times and you, me and you probably both do this too. Like we know what we need to do in certain things, but we just don't do it. We do it all like, the time. We all do. I do it all the time. We all do. Yes. And it's like, yes. it just applies to different like areas for people's lives. Like I know that I need to on a certain like basis, talk to a certain amount of people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just don't do it. And it's just because like, sometimes I lack discipline. I'm not disciplined every single day. Yep. And, and we all struggle with it, man. No one's perfect. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I, I have one of those people right now too, man. I just love the dude. Been training him for like 12 weeks. On, is it an online program? And yeah, dude, just like falling off. He was doing so good. And it's just like, yeah, not replying to texts. And like, for me, I'm very much like, I love the relationship. That's why I do what I do. Same. I love the relationships. It's actually less about like the weightlifting and stuff for me. Um, like I got out of it for 18 months because I was just like so sick of the fitness world. But I mm-hmm. had to get back into it because it was the main avenue driver for me to be able to just build relationships with people and so when you have that one guy every occasionally or whatever that just doesn't you know falls off it like it hurts from like just a personal level and you have to remember like no dude it wasn't about you like it was about yeah. just like the fitness side it was just the wrong timing for me they just lacked the commitment to stick to it like summer months for people are hard it's their excuse well our family goes to the lake our family like that's the thing around here, right? Like it's lake, it's river time every weekend in the summer. And people mm-hmm. use it as the excuse. Like, well, my kids got baseball games. I can't work out. Like we all have 24 hours. Come on now. Like we yeah. have to adjust our schedule. Like, yeah, our schedule is not the same in the summer as it is in the fall and the winter. So what, what adjustments do we have to make for you? But instead of like sitting down and, and being like real with themselves on, okay, my, my schedule has to be different for three months. Where do I fit this in? Like we have to make adjustments and not excuses for it. It's just part of what we have to do. Yeah, and it all comes down to priorities yeah. for all of us. Dude, I know we both got a busy day. I know we're at about that 40, 45 minute mark. And uh, I think we could sit here and chat it up for the next three hours. Pretty easily. <laughs> so, but you know what? This is good because we'll do a string of podcasts together. This is awesome. Um, because you bring so much value to the table for people. I'm really excited for some of my listeners to be able to listen to this um, and hopefully maybe some new people even connect with you because of this, man, I think that you hold such a value um, tool and a value proposition for so many people, even people right here in South Dakota that may be listening that could benefit so much from your specialties. Uh, so I, I hope that this even brings some, some new conversations and some new re- relationships to you. Uh, Clayton, tell the listeners where they can find you, man. Absolutely. So the best place you can find me is my Instagram. It's at uh, c.snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R coaching. And that's where I'm the most active. I'm on Facebook. My name's Clayton Snyder, uh, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. But Instagram is the best place. That's where I'm the most active. Yeah. And you're always- And TikTok now. And TikTok now, same handle? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, same handle on TikTok. Okay. And you're always putting, the one thing I love, man, that's what people know too, is like, you're always putting out good content on your stories and you're asking people questions and getting input and, and giving them value. You know, it's, it's good. You have a great, great site. I encourage people to get over there and, and check out your page. So I appreciate that man a lot. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you a ton. I'm so glad we got to connect today a little bit and I look forward to having you on again um, and, and just kicking it up with some more value for people here in the, in the coming weeks. So Dude, thanks for having me on. Any, anytime you want to have me on, I'm down. As always, I'm, I'm going to make it out there soon. I promise. Dude, that would even be better because then uh, we can sit down. I, I hope one day we're sitting at the podcast studio desk over here and just doing one. Another. Oh, it will happen. 
So, all right, brother, I'm going to end the recording here. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. If this podcast connected with you, make sure to share it with a friend, screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tag Clayton, tag myself. Let us know that you listened and you got something out of this. We'll talk to you guys later.